the Full Spectrum Podcast, presented by Champions and Legends. Champions and Legends produces hemp-derived CBD sports supplements for athletic preparation, performance, and recovery. This is the Full Spectrum Podcast with Big Data and Maverick, available wherever you get your podcasts. iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, you know the drill. I love it. Are we on all of those? We're everywhere. I can't, I didn't realize how popular we got so quickly. You pick technology, we're there for you. Welcome everyone. Thanks for downloading us again and joining the full spectrum. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. It's basically the middle of the night. Uh, Big Data said, hey, I'm feeling good right now. I want to do this pod right now. I said, hey, no problem. I was only sleeping. I got up, got dressed because I sleep naked and came right <laughs> downstairs and waited for him at the door. And here we go. Ready to rock and roll. Lots happened this week. Lots happened. But one thing I wanted to say, as you were doing your, you know, your champions and legends, uh, you know, monologue there, there's only one guy that came to mind. You know, a couple of weeks ago it was James Harrison. A couple of weeks ago it's the the CrossFit people. This week, this week, it's got to be the newest member of the champions and legends squad. You're, I almost, don't, I can't believe it myself because I grew up watching this guy and I'm like, this guy's amazing. This guy's too fast. His arm's too good. In fact, when you watch NFL today, this guy technically revolutionized the way the quarterbacks today. Yeah, I'm talking about the same guy. Michael Vick. Welcome to chat. Yes. Welcome. Unreal. Super pumped. Super excited. And uh, not surprised. Not surprised. Um, Big Data, what's going on this week? Uh, Where do you want to start off? Well, I think we got to start with the NBA Finals. You know, I'm also, I just, the game just ended a couple of minutes ago. I'm excited. Uh, you know, I, I'm happy to see that this is finally getting to the end for the Laker fans. They're th- they're up three games to one now. But I got to be honest, even though it looks like they're only one game away, Tyler Hero is my new hero for destroying the spread on this game last minute three. <laughs> no need for it, but he decided to screw everyone's bets. What a stud. What a stud. Literally the most hated man in L.A., Oh, no problem. Oh, 100%. We know some people absolutely. who hate him right now. Oh, big time. <laughs> trust me. Trust me. It's so bad. Le- the As we alluded to, the game just ended. Great game. You know, LeBron stepped up. He pulled up a big game. Anthony Davis, the brow once again. But two games ago, it was Miami that kind of scared everyone and said, hey, we know how to play a little bit of ball. Made it a two-to-one to get two to one series. Now it's three-to-one. Are they going to close it out next game, or do you think that they, Miami has maybe one more shot in there? So Miami showed incredible resilience in Game 3. Jimmy Buckets, big face coffee. He came to play. 40, 11, 13. Offensive rating of 142. They were down two starters, Dragic and Adebayo, and they pulled it off. Huge win. A legendary performance by Jimmy Buckets. Uh, the Heat dominated inside in the paint, which is usually the Lakers game, and Miami shot 63% on two-point shots was quite a performance. Unfortunately, they weren't able to duplicate it in game four. Lakers now with a three-to-one advantage. I mean, you don't want to be in between LeBron and championship number four. He looks fantastic. Anthony Davis is hitting threes. He looks great. But hey, you can't count out Jimmy Buckets. It was his son's birthday today, too. It was all... The the stars were aligned. The stars were aligned today for the Lakers. I agree. I think... I'm just happy Miami got one win in there. I just couldn't let LeBron go four straight. I just couldn't see it happening. 
You know, the gentleman's sweep is definitely in play, obviously. Uh, I think Miami's going to stretch it a little bit. I don't, I don't think they're quite done yet. Your boy Hero, Duncan Robinson. Uh, you know, Adebayo's had a tough series. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think they might be able to pull out one more. You know, my original prediction was Lakers and six. Right. I'm going to stick with that. You got to stick with it. You got to stick to your guns. I think it's going to happen. You know what? I said Miami in seven. I need an epic... Uh, come back here. I need something <laughs> huge, but you know, you're the you're the NBA guy. You're the big guy on the NBA. So hey, we're gonna follow you there. I got a quick thing. I want to stay on the NBA for one quick second. Last week there was a firing. Your boy Doc got nailed to the coffin, uh, all because of the what happened. I mean, Clippers were supposed to be in this exact. Well, technically, yeah, they were supposed to be in the finals. Everyone was calling them Kawhi and Paul George to be the duo that would outdo the LeBron and the Davis. Right, do you think the getting rid of Doc Rivers was the right move for the Clippers? Listen, when you have championship aspirations, you can't be let down. You've got Kawhi, you've got Paul George for a limited amount of time. They've got some cheaper contracts with Lou Williams and Montrez Harrell. Uh, Harrell's now a free agent. Lou Williams is going to be a free agent soon. Uh, listen, they blew double-digit leads in game five, six, and seven. So they were up 3-1. They were up double digits in every game. It was actually a legendary failure by the Clippers. Clippers going to clip, and they clipped Doc Rivers. You know what? You, I was going to say this is standard play where you get rid of the coach, even though it was the players. But you're absolutely right. It was three straight absolute crazy comebacks by Denver. We're going to look back yeah. on this series. It's going to be studied. Um, it's one of the most... You know, Denver played great, but it was one of the most awful comebacks for a front runner. You know, Steve Ballmer paid a lot of money for the franchise. A lot of money. Starting to take the franchise to the next level. And you know what? A coach can only be there for so long. Doc was there seven years. If you don't have a lot of success, like your, you know, Popovich, Phil Jackson, even Eric Spolstra, um, these type of folks, if you don't have big success, you're going to get fired. Fair enough. I respect that. I get it. And you're right. Basketball is such a up and down emotional game. But now that you honestly, you kind of had to remind me about the three epic comeback wins by Denver. You're absolutely right. It, that is a full 100% coaching situation at that point. And now Doc, right away, he got hired again by the Sixers. Yeah. Uh, he's going to try and turn around the uh, Embiid-Simmons fiasco yeah, that's going around that. in Philly. You're not that good, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> no one's that good, my friend. No one's that good. So he's got another chance already. Yeah. Well, hey. Yeah, good on you. I, I never like seeing anyone lose their job, but uh, at the end of the day, it's uh, it's something that I, I thought about the other day. I wanted to bring that up with you because I know how much you love you love the doc, but you also love this kind of controversy. You oh, love it. It's amazing. You love it. Listen, from there, let's talk. Let's get into the NFL. It's what well, it's what America wants to talk about. And we love talking about it because, hey, we, we know what we're talking about when it comes to this. We are literally done the first quarter of the NBA, of the NFL season, pardon me. Super pumped. I thought the first four games went actually pretty well. I know the COVID thing reared its ugly head. We'll get into that, but... Let's talk about it real quick. Which uh, team surprised you and which teams disappointed you in the first quarter of the NFL season? So we got three really great teams so far. Uh, the Seahawks offense looks fantastic. They're 4-0. They look like a juggernaut on offense. We've got the Green Bay Packers 
also looking like a juggernaut on offense. You know what's scary about the Packers? It's not just that Aaron's playing unreal. It's his attitude. When he's smiling and joking around like he is, and I don't know if you heard him on some other podcast the other day, he's dropping jokes, he's doing his thing. That's what everybody in the NFL should be worried about. He was throwing darts to tight ends, backup tight ends, and making it look seamless, but he's laughing and joking around. He's his he's him his own self and uh, his old self is I guess what I'm saying. Watch out! I didn't expect this, and I'm a huge Packer fan. I didn't expect this. We're, we're gonna get to his backup tight end in the fantasy section here coming up. We also want to talk about now. This is really close. Yeah, the third team doing great so far this season is rally around the Buffalo Bills. It's true. It's true. Buffalo Bills undefeated. Now, technically, I could have put the Rams in this position. No, you can't. The Rams are 3 and 1. The Bills are 4-0. There's one fourth down pass interference call that basically <laughs> is separating their seasons right now. And it's a big deal for the Rams because the Seahawks are 4-0 already and they're yes. already a game back. But the Bills I mean, Josh Allen is playing fantastic. They've got a number one receiver in Diggs. The running backs, they look, they're not bad. They're okay. Mm-hmm. And then we got a defense. Tredavious White's looking fantastic. And circle the wagons. Watch out for the Buffalo Bills. You know what? I have to admit, we talked about it on the last. I like throwing down a couple of bucks with you especially. And I cannot give the Buffalo Bills any respect. I have been waiting for... For Josh Allen to crash and burn, and uh, I have rightfully been losing money because of it. And uh, it hurts me too. Yeah, hurts me too. So I got to give the guy a little bit of respect. Absolutely. Which teams have disappointed you, Big Data? So you know, there's one team we're going to get to that we seem to talk about quite a bit. But first, yeah, the most disappointing team this season fired their head coach. The Houston Texans fired Bill O'Brien. Listen. He traded away all their draft picks. Yeah. The players he got for those draft picks are not playing very well. Four games played, 136 points against on the J.J. Watt defense. Don't get Deshaun Watson looks lost. It's an absolute mess in Texas. Well, it's a good thing they have next year's first round and second. Oh, wait, they don't. <laughs> so, I couldn't agree more. As the most you could easily pick on the Jets, you can pick on the Giants, but in all honesty, that's that, that's easy pickings. The Houston Texans are easily the first quarter biggest disappointment that I've seen in a long time. And with all due respect and joke not joke, it's like Bill O'Brien did it on purpose. Like you can Look, I've never had NFL experience of any kind. But I don't think I would ever say to myself, you know what, I got uh, Deod- I got Hopkins here. What can I get? Oh, I'll get a David Johnson. That seems like a fair one-on-one. Tra- what What is going on in your brain that you think that was the right call in a pass-happy league? And Hopkins, he's looking pretty terrible in Arizona, isn't he? <laughs> oh, just horrible, horrible. <laughs> he barely has any connection with with uh, Murray there. No, it, it just it baffles my mind. And I know the CEO's a fan. I know, I know the CEO's a, a big fan. ticket holder, actually. And that's why I don't want to say anything bad. But I can't hold back. I, I have to be fair on this podcast. He's I have pretty, to be fair. He's pretty happy that 
O'Brien got fired, well, I think. Of course, man. Every You don't have to be a Houston Texan fan to be happy. Like, dude, Deshaun, I still think, is a little overrated. I'll be quite honest. Stop it. I, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> but at the same time, now that Bill's out of his way, maybe the guy can start doing something. He's yeah. so much better when Bill's oh, not calling the Unbelievable. Place. Now, from disappointing yeah. to comical. Sure. We've talked about them before. Let's talk about them again. Okay. The Atlanta Falcons. You know, here's my thing. You know, so yesterday, I have uh, I have Ridley on my on one of my fantasy teams. He's you know second or third overall in fantasy right now as a wide receiver. And Atlanta, he didn't have one catch and or one point yesterday. And he dropped a touchdown catch that would have put the game over, I believe. Exactly. So. Uh, double whammy fantasy owners and betters so before I used to give them a lot of accolades I'm like this team is for fantasy they can't even do that right anymore this team can't can't play defense but I read a report earlier today that uh, coach Quinn his job looks safe for the for the time being well I mean the owner Arthur Blank he must just be focusing on Home Depot that he owns yeah he is not focusing on the Falcons they're a mess uh, Matt Ryan and probably Matt Stafford are the two most expensive, worst quarterbacks in the league. Uh, I've said it a million times before this podcast. Matt Ryan is the ultimate garbage fantasy quarterback. His team's always down three touchdowns. Always. He comes up with a couple touchdowns, gets some good points. But in the end, it's all fluff. Matt, though, we'd love to have you on the podcast. Please uh, call DM me. us. Call me. <laughs> um, quick question. Let me ask you this. If Arthur Blank owns the Home Depots and he has all these self-do-it-yourselves, why doesn't he have one for the Atlanta Falcons then, or the defense of the Atlanta Falcons? That's a good. That's a good point. Yeah, um, they are basically not even playing defense. <laughs> no, a hundred and thirty-eight points against in four games. This team, I just don't quite understand it. And you know what? Here, I think I figured it out. Blank is probably just waiting for O'Brien to be completely clean. Like you know, maybe there's a a non-working clause right now and he'll hire Bill O'Brien once he gets rid of Quinn. <laughs> Maybe that's his whole strategy. Maybe that's what he was trying to do. You know, he couldn't put it past him. <laughs> exactly. Arthur, we'd also love to Now, here's the, the big question I got for you. Here we go. First quarter's over and everyone's got to know, okay? Who's winning the battle right now? Is it Tom Brady or is it Bill Belichick in New England? Who's winning the... If this was a divorce, who's looking good right now? You know, right now, if this is a divorce... They're both in arbitration. It's tough to tell who's winning. Somebody's getting a car. Yeah. Somebody's getting a vacation house. The dogs are getting split. Who would you, who would you give it to? If you were the mediator right now and you had to right split now, it right now, just after one quarter. You know, Bill was really impressive uh, with his defense against yes. the Chiefs. Like he actually confused uh, Mahomes. You know, our favorite topic yeah. on this podcast, Mahomes. <laughs> he confused him. He only scored 26 points, which is nothing for the Chiefs. Uh, he, he totally had a great defensive plan. I mean, Bill brought it big time. But in the end, you... But then Bill's, Tom threw Bill's five. Mentor, yeah. Bill's mentor said, you are what your record is. Tom has the better, better record. I got to give it to Tom so far. See, I'm with you. I'm going to give this one to Bill, actually. Because even though Tom threw five on the weekend, okay, five touchdown passes, super amazing. I respect exactly what you said he just showed everyone how brilliant he was by bringing cam newton in and then he's got his other two quarterbacks that he was supposed to use everyone was expecting him to use uh was straight straight him stidham stidham and and uh hoyer Hoyer. and 
he saw and he saw the future and he said, if I stay on the plan and keep these two yahoos as my quarterbacks, I'm done for. My <laughs> reputation is on the line here. Brings in Cam, and he looks brilliant. I'm giving the slight edge to Bill in the first quarter. You know what? It's a, it's it's really close. Uh, they haven't distinguished themselves yet. Let's move on. Speaking of uh, New England, COVID Cam, uh, hopefully I heard he's going to be out again one more week. Then they're on the bye. He's coming back. You know, I this in the weirdest way might be the best thing for Cam. Get a little more healthier. Get everything in order. Read the offense a little bit better. I don't know. I mean, if anyone needs the prep time, it's not so much that Cam needs it. It's just, hey, never want to give New England players more and more time, especially That's that correct. Cam Newton right now. Uh, from there, let's talk a little bit about, uh, you know, some of these players pump and dump. Uh, Mitch, I'm just going to. I'm just going to do one quick interlude Yeah, of course. Uh, week five, Buffalo Bills against the Tennessee Titans. Yes. Two undefeated teams. Mm-hmm. The Titans had a rash of COVID. They had to postpone the Pittsburgh game. They're going to make all that up later. But let's remember yeah. today. This is a rematch of the Music City Miracle. Yes, it is. This happened January 8th, mm-hmm. the year 2000. More than 20 years ago. Oh my God. 16 15, the Bills had just kicked the field goal to win the game. There were 16 seconds left, and they kicked the ball on the kickoff. Frank Wycheck caught it. Yeah. Passed it backwards, barely. Barely. Good thing they didn't have video review back <laughs> that, then. That's very true. To Kevin Dyson. Yeah. On the kickoff return. And he takes to the house. 75 yards for really probably the greatest or second greatest win uh, in Tennessee Titans history. Absolutely. That was fun. I can't believe that was 20 years ago. 20 years ago. And I believe the Doug Flutie was the quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. Doug Flutie. You know, Flutie Flakes. Doug Flutie yeah. uh, could also be a legend. Oh, absolutely. I have a story for another day. Another day. You know, know, I can't. You know, I've been harboring something for a long time. Really? I'll bring it on another podcast. I can't wait. I'm going to write this down. Doug, please come on. We can talk about it. I love it. Well, let's get, speaking of some of the best players that ever played, give me the pump and dump this week. So, uh, we've had a replacement at the top quarterback in fantasy football. Dak Prescott has passed Russell Wilson. Well, yeah. He's coming back from every game. He's throwing like 450 <laughs> yards per game. It's crazy. So we got Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, and Pat Mahomes as your top quarterback. So it's no change. And then your bottom quarterback. This hurts me to talk about. Daniel Jones. The guy's got no one to work with. What a disappointment. Can't get off his first read. He's throwing interceptions. He looks horrible. Keep fine. His offensive line's not the greatest. Saquon's hurt for the year. Not an excuse. He is Darnoldian. He's pretty bad. I, but you know what? If if uh, Golden Tate would catch or run his routes as good as he can throw a right hook, <laughs> then I think they might be onto something here. You know what I mean? Wow, did you see that brawl? Oh, yeah. That was, that was crazy. Some, it was something. There was something going on there. Well, Jalen Ramsey... I've heard. ...was... Uh, had a couple kids with his sister. And... Uh, broken up. Not and crazy. then he uh, he went to the ballet one day, I heard, and uh, fell and in love. Some, uh, fell in love at the ballet. Some problems happened. Yeah, and some things some came problems. up. So, running backs, you know, that's kind of been the same. Kamara, Jones, Cook's kind of getting in there now. Uh, but the bottom running back... Someone even I drafted relatively high in fantasy drafts, 
Chicago Bears, David Montgomery. Oh my, but, what a stinker he's put on the last couple weeks. I'm not that surprised. Look, it's what is his second year? Second year? It is his it, second year. He's still, this is a tough year for all any player coming into their second year NFL. Give him a chance. Give him a chance. Big Dick is there now. He's going to just solidify <laughs> everything, even though they had a horrible performance this weekend. Oh, don't bring the, Nick as a, no, as a starter. Know. It's a horrible Yeah, idea. just keep getting him off the bench. I don't know why people are messing with what works. I'd never understand this thing. The guy's great off the bench. Let Mitch start. Bring them in around the third quarter-ish, and you guys will be fine. You know what? Some people just cook appetizers really well. <laughs> exactly. Let him cook his appetizers. Let him cook. He's the appetizer cooker. Exactly. exactly. So we got the wide receivers. You know, your boy, even with a zero, Yeah. Ridley is still the number one wide receiver. It's unbelievable. Baffling. Baffling. Uh, Metcalf's number two. Okay. We've got a new number three. He number had a two. big week on Sunday. I'm going to say D.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb. C.D. D.D.? D.D.'s his brother, baby. Oh, right, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But we're talking one of my favorites. O.B.J. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Did you see the game? What (laughs) a huge... I had him on my fantasy team. 35 points. Thank you very much, O.B.J. Again, please come on the podcast. (laughs) And let's talk one wide receiver on both my fantasy teams, which I'm really not happy with. Right. Right. He has no chemistry with his new quarterback, Phil Rivers. Yeah. We're talking a horrible start to the season for T.Y. Hilton. But T.Y., this is his last year anyways. Everyone knows he was leaving. And you know what? Rivers said, hey, I'm leaving. You're leaving. Why are we working so hard? Why are we working so hard? We don't need this. Let's get to your favorite now. Sure. The top the top tight end. <laughs> That's right. Tanyan. Yeah. From the Green Bay Packers, one big game, and he vaulted himself into the top of the fantasy ranks. Do you know who his roommate was? Did you hear on the on the pot, on the broadcast? Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, who does he live with in the offseason? Ah, this guy named George Kittle. You know, they're best friends. They just live together. You know, so that's no big deal. So he passes and catches the ball with on the weekends. It's shocking, but you know what? I really want to talk about. You know, everyone knows about Tanya now. He's, if you didn't have him fantasy, he was number one on the waiver wire. Everyone's gonna pick him up. But what about the bottom tight end? This makes me happy. Sure. Used to be in the booth. Now oh. he's back. Jason Witt. I've said it once. I'll say it again. Why are you and Gronk back? What are you guys doing? I mean, it looks silly. Stealing money. Stealing money. is All good. stealing money. And then really quick on the defenses, the Colts just embarrassed the Bears again. They're the top defense. Yeah. You know, back-to-back weeks, Jets, Bears, and they just humiliated both of them. Do you want to hear a crazy little uh, stat about the... Uh, this is a big data move. I'm about give, to pull give me, one. Give me the data. Anytime, every four years, these guys play each other. If Indy wins, they represent the Republicans. If the Bears win, obviously the Democrats. Every time, whomever has won has won the presidential election. And if, if history plays itself out, Mr. Trump will be... The second uh, will be the president once again because of the Indy win. This is just going off the rails. Yeah. yeah you I'm just done. sabotaged the whole I'm telling podcast. you. I'm just telling you. I saw, <laughs> I saw it earlier today. I thought it was a fascinating stat. Fascinating stat. I wanted I'll to give read. you a fascinating stat. Sure. The worst defense in fantasy football again this week. Hello, America's team. 
The Cowboys was they had zero points as a defense in fantasy through three weeks. Now they're at minus four on ESPN. I don't know. I I, I really do believe maybe McCarthy's got to do what everyone is hoping they'll do and just put pylons on the field. <laughs> I think that's your he's best good bet. At that. He's good yeah, at that. just put yeah. the pylons down, it's ready to his, go, and let them play. Yeah, do their thing. And then the kickers again. Nobody cares. Yeah, we don't talk about the kickers here. Come on. We have some integrity. <laughs> Listen, from there, let's get into it. Uh, a couple of wide world things that happen. Let's talk about uh, America's other favorite game. It's baseball. Playoff time. Here's my thing. I was looking at the schedule. I am 100% cheering for the Houston Astros to win this. <laughs> I, I want them to get redemption. I want them to win this. And on top of it, I want them to demand an apology from every team once they win it. What are your thoughts on that? You know, they're actually, they're looking great. Uh, Correa is starting to blast a lot of homers. Uh, but you know what? I don't want to talk about those cheaters. Why? I want to talk about the most exciting team in baseball going against the best team in baseball, your San Diego Padres. You love the Padres. Playing the L.A. Dodgers. Let me let me give you one stat. Here. Sure, of course. Only, Please. You know the baseball the baseball guys they love stats. There's only one stat that matters. It's a stat game. There's a stat called OPS. Yes. The average OPS this season is around 700. Okay. Uh, if you're on a hot streak, you'll be hitting like a thousand, eleven hundred on OPS. Mm-hmm. Right now, the hottest young player in baseball, Fernando Tatis Jr. Oh, he's fantastic. 1.662 OPS through four games in the playoffs. And they think that Houston's cheating? <laughs> this guy. I want to test this guy. We're talking when you hit that well, when you're that good on offense, you're basically in godfather mode. You're chopping off horse heads. You're throwing it in people's beds. People are kissing your ring. And it's over. He's the best player in baseball probably already. He just started. Is he using a racket? Like, what's he using? That's crazy. You know, he's he's just, he's intense. I mean, he did a backflip. He's yelling all over the place. The young kids love him. Yeah. The old people, not so happy with his antics. Sure, sure. I think it's great. Baseball's too stodgy. I believe this is the gentleman, same guy, right before the season ended, that he hit a grand slam. He he. It was a 3-0 and count, and he swung and hit a grand slam, and people were miffed. I, I, all jokes aside, look, I know there's some traditions in all sports, and we'll get into it maybe one day. But hey, man, swing away. This is what it's all about. This is how you make their money now. This they, is not the little league. This is not this the is little the major league. Major yeah, league baseball. Yeah, absolutely. Well done. I, you know, I didn't know you as a Padre fan. I didn't you know, know, I'll know tell that you, about you. I'll tell you that one day, uh, the first uh, or the second day of the playoffs, they had eight baseball games going. Sixteen teams, all the playoffs teams played in one day. Mm-hmm. It was dizzying. It was. I it was tried fun. to watch a whole bunch of it. Yeah. And it was crazy. It's like a, it was like March Madness for baseball. Well, hey, you know what? Like I said, I mean, if COVID's done anything kind of cool, it's made everyone rethink how to do playoff formats and everything. And dare I say it, this, these new formats are kind of much more exciting, and it's uh, it's intriguing the fans. And you never know, could stick around. They got to keep it. They got to keep it. They absolutely do. Here's one. It's a kind of out of left field. Oh, you like that? Whoa. Right, well, left field. Look, a couple years ago, I took up running. I absolutely do love running. I think for anyone that's out there and you're not thinking and you're saying to yourself, I don't know if I want to, well, my knees hurt, you know, start with a little walk, then move it up to a jog and then get to the nothing better, nothing more therapeutic. I love it. Enjoy it. Fresh air, all that stuff, right? 
the king of running, okay, the king, is this guy named Elweed Kipchoge, okay? I'm gonna, I'm 99% sure I said it right. This guy, for the last seven years, has dominated every marathon. This is the gentleman that just broke the record for just running the marathon under two hours, okay? Just a couple of months, about a year ago, less than a year ago, he ran it under two hours, which is unheard of, okay? Just to give you guys an example of how fast he was running that marathon. He was run, if you kept that speed, he had to be in running the four minutes and 35 second mile every single mile. Wow. He couldn't, uh, or in other terms, he was running 13 miles an hour. So if you go over to my treadmill now and push it up to 12, 12 is the max it goes. So go up one more mile. This guy was running at that capacity, which most of us think is a sprint. He was running for two hours straight. That's how crazy this gentleman is. Okay. Imagine on his like iPhone or his Apple Watch that steps application. Imagine how many steps he'd have. He, he broke it. It'd be, it'd be amazing. It's probably like all these Apple iOS developers trying to trying to fix the app. Just the to... watch is looking back. I'm going. You're lying. You're cheating. That's <laughs> yeah. what it's saying to him. You've been hacked. So who beat him? It's a guy. Uh, the London Marathon this past weekend. His name is Shura. It's going to be amazing. These two are going to go at it. I know it sounds crazy for a lot of you guys, but I'm dead serious. That's how much I'm into this running thing. These two gentlemen, a huge, there's been a, a pendulum swing. This is big right now this for all epic. runners. This epic. is epic. I kid you not. It, I'm super excited. I'm like beyond excited. All right. And so from there, it's the best way to get into the new. So last week, the CEO, he heard the podcast. He calls me, writes me this letter. It's long winded. And there was some swearing. In it. Is it actually a letter? It was a letter. He post. <laughs> he put a stamp on it. Sent it. I think he just took it to the front door. I don't think Does he, he actually have his own letterhead. It. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, of course. It says that's CEO. Right? That's great. So he goes. Listen, legends or lame, not bad. I want you to change it up. Champions or chumps. I said, hey, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. great. Brilliant. That's why he's the CEO. It's true. That's why. So I said, okay, this is what we'll do. It this week. To finish off to get a little excited we're always talking about you know back and forth so i'm going to give you two players and they are always kind of compared but you got to choose one's a champion one's a chump here we go nice easy one here we go matt ryan versus matt stafford who is the champion who's the chump that is a really tough one this is why this is this is why the ceo does this this is what he does i'm gonna have to say because I've been on this the whole podcast. I'll have to say, Matt Ryan's the chump. We still watch you on that. Yeah. And Matt Stafford from his days at Georgia, forget the Detroit Lions, is more of a champion. I think I think you're right. I think you're kind of right. Matt Ryan, but Matt Ryan was 2015 MVP. Are you writing notes? This is impressive. I was going to, yeah. I just got the pen ready here. I want to know. I don't know why I want to keep this. And, and by the way, listen, if you get called the chump on this, it's not like we don't want you on the show. And we're going to get you on the show because the CEO will get you anyways. Don't you worry. So you're going Stafford as the champion. Yeah, that's correct. All right, here's a big one. And, and uh, be fair. Be fair. A lot of people don't like this guy because the team he used to play with, Emmett Smith versus Barry Sanders. Champion, chump. So I know who? technically mm -hmm. Emmett Smith obviously has the championships. Barry Sanders does not. Mm -hmm. But you can't stop me. Barry Sanders was my favorite <laughs> no. NFL player on offense. See, this is why I'm in here. In my whole life, basically. Listen, Barry Sanders was the most electrifying man on the field. I agree. 
but he never won a championship. Dare I say, I don't even remember. I think they won the playoff once. Emmitt Smith's got the championships, and he's got the rushing record. Hey, it's not his fault Jerry got him an offensive line. I look at the other way. Barry didn't have what Emmett had. Emmett had the best offensive line. He had a great exactly. coach. He had a great quarterback, great receivers. Barry Sanders had nothing. Absolutely no. nothing. And he, he, and he nothing. still did it. And he still has nothing. <laughs> Emmett Smith, champion. Think <laughs> <laughs> it right, overruled there? <laughs> I think I did. I don't know why I just did that. All right, here's one for you. It's everyone's favorite. It's another one. John Elway or Dan Marino. Who's the champion? Who's the chump? Well, that one I got to go the other way. Like, you know, John Elway and Dan Marino were basically the same guy for yeah. the longest time. Absolutely. But, you know, Dan started breaking down pretty badly. Mm-hmm. And John Elway, he, you know, he was really old, but he still brought it. He won those two titles. I got to say, Elway's the champion. I hate to say it, but Marino is the chump. All right, we'll change it up a little bit just to show you how how amazing my array of talents are to go all around the spectrum of the world. Country music versus rap music, champion and chump. Well, I got to say, rap music is the music of our generation. (laughs) Damn right it is. So I'm going to have to say champion to the rap music and chump to the country. Listen, I enjoy good country music. You know, I, I don't mind it. There's some good songs out there. I, I, but when you think about real. it, aren't they really the same? The rap guys are always talking about their girls and, and their cars, and the guy, and the rap guys are talking about their pickup trucks and their girls and their dog and stuff like that. A little more depressing. The, the much more depressing for yeah. some reason, yeah. yeah I don't know what Maybe living on a farm or yeah, Maybe that's what it is. Maybe something like that. But it's a big sky. You know, you get it's to look true. up. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. Why are they so upset all the time? I don't yeah, I don't know. All right, well, here's a big one. It, it, it revolutionized the 90s or the early 2000s. It's Christ, Christina Aguilera versus Britney Spears. Who's the champion? Who's the chump? You know, there's no dispute here. <laughs> yeah, really? Britney is the champion. See? Christina is the chump. I, I agree. I, I have to agree with you there. But, you know, man, listen, Britney, we're going to have you on this podcast as well. <laughs> what happened? What happened? She's, she dances? That's, that's a sport. She, something's going on with her. She's not okay. And uh, she fell off. I don't know what's going on. I worry about her. I worry about you, Brittany. I worry. Come on. Let's talk about it, Brittany. <laughs> Call us up. All right. We'll finish off on the last one. Actually, second last one. Ooh. I want the Bears 85 defense versus the Ravens 2000 defense. Who's the champion? Who's the chump? So, contrary to popular opinion. Uh-huh. I'm going to say the Bears are the chump. Whoa! And the Ravens are the champ. Nice. Maybe we might have a little uh, affinity towards uh, yeah. Mr. Ray Lewis. Darn rights we do. Darn rights. That Ravens 2000 team's fantastic. Last one. It's going to drive you crazy. I know you're not going to sleep tonight. It's already 5 a.m. Who cares? <laughs> it's Bird versus Magic. Who's the oh, champion? Man. Who's the chump? Oh, That's is, how we end it. This is the hardest one of all time. Yes, it is. I'm going to have to give it to Magic as the champion. Bird as the chump. Really? Magic just has a little bit longer career. A couple more championships. I mean, Bird's apex was amazing. Magic's was amazing. They lifted the whole league up. You're killing me. I, 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 wish, people, killing I, wish, me. I wish people could see his face right now. He's so upset <laughs> about the question. He's so upset. Well, there it is. That's champion. Uh, champions are chub- exclusive by the CEO. He exclusive. Ex- exclusive. We'll maybe do it again next week. Maybe we'll change it up. We don't know. You'll have to download next week to find out 
Thank you for listening. We really appreciate you downloading our podcast. Again, available on all the major podcasts. If you have the technology, you can find our podcast. Again, presented by Champions and Legends. Champions and Legends produces hemp-derived CBD sports supplements for athletic preparation, performance, and recovery. Have a great week, everyone. Talk to you next week. Thanks for listening.